Tucson Electric Power recognizes local businesses, organizations, and individuals that partner with them to preserve the environment and promote sustainability. And of course, Mrs. Green loves that. These are forward-thinking partners who are creative and effective in their approaches to promoting greater sustainability in the Tucson community. We are spotlighting the 2019 award winners for our Go Green Award podcast series, and I'm really excited about it. Today, we welcome Stephanie Vickers, who is the wholesale sales manager at Savano Growers. I have been out there. I love it. It's an amazing um, property, and what they're doing is even more amazing. So, Stephanie, welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate it. I know. I love it. And you got the Conservation Partner Award that Savano did. So can you talk about what that award was for? Sure. So to kind of start from the nitty-gritty, really one of the biggest things is the partnership with TEP, which has been basically for the last easily 15 years. Hands down, we've been working side-by-side with TEP and What it is based off of is essentially the fact that we are doing what we can with the partnership with TEP to really work on, gosh, I mean, like you said it yourself, is promoting sustainability. And where that stems from is we have a fantastic green waste facility located just essentially in the center of town. And so with this partnership with TEP, TEP approached us about 15 years ago and said, hey, we have all of this green waste from the maintenance crews, you know, I mean, they're out there working their tails off, cutting down branches and clearing the way out of these power lines. And this pile began to accumulate. And so they approached us and said, hey, what can we do together? And so what this kind of organically morphed into is we now have a fantastic, and it's very simple setup at this, at the, at our, um, at this yard. So we take in green waste. And this is again from the TEP crews that are doing their work on maintaining trees around the city. And it also is the, the from the help of our landscapers who are our customers come in, they dump their green waste, whether it be palm fronds or tree trimmings, bush trimmings, whatever it is. And what it kind of boils down to is the fact that we are doing our part in keeping over 30,000 tons of green waste, which would normally be sitting in a landfill, Los Realis or whatnot, and it's being turned into a wonderful planting mulch that is used by us. It's 90% of our plants, you know, are actually used or are being like used with the soil we're planting in it, 95%. So all of this work is all coming back into planting. So there's essentially no additional waste. We're taking this, we're mulching it, and the process is completely fantastic. And we've got it down to a science. Um, What it boils down to is that when we, so again, TEP comes in with their clippings, our landscapers come in with their clippings, and we have this amazing mulching machine. It looks like it's straight out of a mining factory. It's really, really cool. (laughs) It does. I've seen it. And it is, I mean, it is a, it's amazing how this work, it's like a work of art. And so 
the the loaders come in, they scoop up the green waste, and then we screen it, and we kind of keep out the biggest chunks and keep all the small stuff, and it gets mulched into this kind of fine sort of substrate. And then we've got a great crew out, the, out there, and they put it into these extremely long windrows, and about every day they're going out there and they're aerating it, they're adding moisture to it, they're wetting it down, which one of the biggest um, benefits to our planting mix is because we leach it. And unfortunately, what we have found is prior, prior to this whole big, you know, us kind of going into this venture, the soil that we were bringing in, we were bringing in from Phoenix, you know, when they first started, when this was really, really kind of a very young company. And we found that the soil that was in Phoenix was extremely heavy in salts. And it was just kind of, you know, done by a company up in Phoenix. They weren't really into the science of it. And so when we began to realize, once we kind of had this partnership with EEP, we thought, you know, we can really change the game with this soil. If we can come down and make it a simple science and make it to where it's going to benefit us, our customers, you know, everything that's involved in it, we've got to do this. So in these big, long windrows, they're going in and they're leaching it, they're wetting it down. and they're adding in a strain of bacillus to help the compost to break down. They're adding in a surfactant just to help to retain moisture so the soil never goes dry. And they do this for about six to eight weeks. Each windrow, which holds about 200 cubic yards of soil. So they do this and they wet it and they turn it and they wet it. And this goes on and on about twice a week. Once that's done, it's shipped back here to our farm and we're planting all of our trees and shrubs into this mixture. So just alone last year, I ran some numbers before this earlier today. Last year, using our soil, we have planted over 300,000 plants. And this is from a five-gallon tree or shrub into almost a 36-inch box, or as we call them, 95-gallon trees. So think about that, 300,000 plants that we've basically grown in this amazing soil. Healthy plants. I mean, it's basically that kind of number. I'm so glad that you cared enough to blow our minds with the data. I mean, that's a big number, people. It's it's really, really... It's probably one of the... it's It's such a good feeling because when it really boils down to is that these are plants that are going into so many different facets of our community. We're going in, I mean, we're doing commercial jobs in Pima County. We're doing residential jobs. And we're doing, I mean, we're in Phoenix. I mean, we're delivering up there. But, you know, our, our palate is heavily based on that low water use. So, again, there's another thing that we're doing. Not only are we promoting the fact that we're recycling green waste and keeping it out of landfills, now we're providing all this plant material that's going into you know, revegetation areas, parts of the University of Arizona. They've got a lot of projects there. I mean, this is all over, and these are all low water use, you know, desert adapted plants. So, again, kind of going into the whole low water use idea, you know, there's nothing fluffy in there. I mean, there's some fluffy stuff, there's some fluffy plants, but if you really think about it, it's all low water stuff, which is what we want to desperately, desperately promote due to the water shortage. Now, one other big benefit is too is that our with our other partnership with TEP the um, the Trees for You program, right? All of those trees are planted in the same material. Wow! Yeah. Yes. So, 
your enthusiasm is contagious. I was already a cheerleader. I'm like in the tribe. I'm in the house. I love it. <laughs> and knowing that it's, you know, you're sitting here and I'm soaking up every single green dot of it because it is about a complete circle of life that you described. Right. It's soup to right. nuts. It's everything in between. And if it wasn't in place, it would be landfill fodder is what I call it. And right. by it going into an, a really functional, on-purpose, intentional use, it saves money from things that would go in the landfill too. I mean, there's a, there's a cost for that. So it's right. me, no wonder I'm sitting here, well, no wonder they want the Conservation Partner Award. It's about time. <laughs> so Right. And, and Gia, can you, can I, I like to throw out a, here's a question for you. Can you tell me, can you guess how much is saved annually, dollar amount. Is this like stump, doing stump this the host, Stephanie? It is. Let's do this. <laughs> well, I'm cheating because I got some notes that said um, more than $100,000 has been saved in landfill costs, but I don't know what that's broken down. Is that annual or is that the... And that, is, that is annual. You've got to be annually. kidding me. That's a big number. So think number. about what that does. Yeah. What does that do? Yeah. I mean, that's... that's I mean... No matter how that goes into into what area, but the fact that we're running, there are companies running less equipment. I mean, the thing with the the reduction of what we're putting into our air by this as well by not having to run the equipment to do this. This is one facility. This is very easy. I mean, how much time? I mean, what what is? It's a little bit of everything, but annual savings. That is just that's. That's a nice chunk of change. And and everything's connected. And that's what I love about this. When you're sitting there, I'm thinking, well, you're taking it to that one facility, which really reduces CO2, carbon dioxide emissions, because you don't have to drive all the way to the landfill. So it's right. all parts of it. If ever, if ever I have learned anything in this 10-year journey, it's put all the pieces together because you might not think that that Raptor program for TEP impacts your life, but if you have a pack rat problem. You want hawks like sitting up on your trees every day and getting those pack right, rats. Right, exactly. And, you know, controlling the <laughs> rabbit population, which, you know, it's all what the circle of life and mm -hmm. those natural predators and your ability to take the green that is giving us oxygen and, and sequestering carbon is getting another use. That's really yeah. benefiting all of us. And I mean, you know me, you do know me. I get very excited about all of that. And you do, and your enthusiasm is fantastic, and I'm and I'm so happy that we have this shared cheerleading enthusiasm about this. It. It's amazing. It's, it's so true. It's like yes, I love to have these programs because I cover enough things that are not so happy, and when I can cover right. something like this, like the uh, Go Green Awards, which is one of my favorite events of the year, I celebrate good times. So, is there anything um, in the cooker, so to speak, any crystal ball things that Savannah wants to talk about or that you want to share with us for 2020 so one, or down the road? Yeah. So, Yay. one thing thing is, and you and I have talked about this before, um, and about our trees, the Trees for You program, you know, and how how fantastic that has been for our community and bringing in, you know, reducing, you know, urban, you know. We the heat really, island. I mean, the trees. I yeah. know, I know. And you know what? And it's fantastic that we have a mayor that has been very dedicated to planting, you know, more trees in our community. Right. And that's what we need. And I think if we really, you know, with a partnership with TEP and the Trees for You program. So this year, they have allowed us. So we've, we're, you know, we get these numbers every year and we crunch them and we kind of see like where we're at and how many trees. 
This year, we are slated to do 16,000 residential trees. OMG. Hashtag OMG. Yes. <laughs> so yes. great. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, so to have, you know, to get the community involved and have them plant these trees and to get that little bit started, that's, I mean, that's double than what we want to do, you know, from last year. I mean, this is almost double the trees. Last year, over 9,000 residential trees went out in 2019 to homeowners. Now we're looking at 16,000. What a goal. You go, what girl. What a goal I to mean, encourage. Seriously, that. yes. Yes. And so how does that affect me? So I can tell you, I can answer my own question. We have to reduce the heat island in Tucson. And the number one yes. way to do that is to plant and grow and sustain healthy trees. There's not anything we could do that is more important. So now I have a question for you, Missy. Yes, <laughs> like, go for it. I'm ready. I have become a fanatic about monarch butterflies. So my goal this year is to be the uh, milkweed capital of the world. So when (laughs) will you have some milkweed out there? Because I can't find any. It's not the time. I know that. But I'm going to be... Perfect. No, it's perfect. And I'm glad you asked because we have come out with a fantastic cultivar. It's the Aslepius Lineara, and we've dubbed it the Monarch Magnet for a very good reason. And it's it's a it's a it's a selection of the pine leaf milkweed. So it's that beautiful, fluffy, very very aesthetically pleasing. I mean, you luckily a lot of the landscapes that you see on the roadsides have the beautiful you know desert milkweed, which is fantastic. It's a wonderful plant, but this one, this is the perfect homeowner residential milkweed. It's a beautiful bright green, very very full foliage. And these beautiful, beautiful ivory white clusters of flowers on top, which we've got a few here at the grounds just as test plants. And my goodness, Jeannie, you took about a butterfly wonderland. So well, I have your cell are... phone, kiddo. So I'll be pinging you as soon as the planting season is ready. <laughs> I, I rescued one milkweed plant. It's in my house and it has three chrysalises or cocoons on it that we are watching. We'll put it out again outside, but I will tell you the story at another time, how this all came about. But I'm going to be a certified wildlife garden. So I will call oh, you amazing. because I know that you are a distributor, but I'll just yes. I'll just use my relationship with you to try and get some of these gorgeous plants or you can tell me where they're going to be available. Well, so, we will certainly always have them available at our garden center on Hatton Savannah Nursery. That's yes, always available there. I can go there. So... Okay. Yes, absolutely. We should have them. I mean, we've got in the greenhouses, Gina, you'll have to make a stop down here sometime. Our greenhouses are full of material that we're ready to ship out. And we've got one gallons and we've got some five gallons. Yes! Beautiful, that monarch magnet. They look amazing. <laughs> we've got some of the other varieties, the more fun varieties of, As- of Aslepius. And we might even have another new one in the works, but that's between you and me. Yes, but, and our thousands of listeners, but they're not going to tell anybody. <laughs> no, never. Why would I ever think that? It's, it's all between all of us. You and me and the... Right, everybody else around the fence post. Let's do this. <laughs> right now, my new thing so, is when someone says, "What one thing can I do?" I'm I tell them, "Plant milkweed." That's what you can do. Plant yes. milkweed. Put it out in your front porch. Yes. Put it on your back porch because that will help single-handedly bring back the monarchs. Yes. So, my friend, I was looking forward to this. I was not disappointed. I love all the work you do. And you know I mean it when I say I'll be in touch because I didn't write down the name of that long Mississippius Larsipius. I just got milkweed magnet. Monarch magnet. If you call, if you text me and tell me monarch magnet. Monarch magnet. Tell me when. 
I'll be in touch, my friend. So thank you. That sounds like a plan, Dina. And congratulations on the award. Thank you so much. We're really, truly proud. Thank you so much. Back at you.